Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am one of your, well, I am your only host tonight, Kenzo, and I am so happy to be here with you fine people. Uh, as I reported on our last episode, uh, no longer um, do I have uh, uh, Shannon as my co-host. We didn't fall out or anything like that. Uh, she moved in her her um, schedule just wasn't linking up. So uh, I do have a new co-host who will be joining me. We're actually moving the show on to Wednesday nights uh, at, back at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. And um, that co-host is Mosaic Star. And uh, so I'm very excited. Uh, I've been friends with her for quite a long time. And uh, she's a wonderful human being. She's uh, been on programs of mine before. We've always wanted to work together. And uh, so we have this opportunity to do so. So hopefully at, at some point when um, Shannon is able to, uh, we'll have her back on and, and all of that good stuff. So uh, that's just a little message to the listening audience. Um, I will no longer be doing this show on, um, on uh, Get Vocal. Uh, I'm just gonna do it primarily in, on this platform. And, uh, you know, um, and maybe if that if something else changes, we'll find out. I don't know. But uh, with all that said, let me get to my wonderful guests. Uh, both of these uh, people are really cool. Uh, now, technically, this is my first real opportunity to get a chance to talk to Brother Cedric. But I've known Angie for quite a while. So I'm going to introduce both of you guys, and then I'm going to kind of get into the origins of how I met uh, Sister Angie. But first, uh, Cedric, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, how you doing? I'm Cedric Thomas. I'm um, married to Angela Thomas here, my beautiful wife. We've been married uh, going on 20 years here, and uh, we're both um, marriage advocates and have been for a while. He said about you. She want, he wants to know about you and your lovely self. Oh. Um, Who is Cedric Thomas? Uh, a dad, a son, a husband. I uh, played uh, uh, professional basketball overseas. I now currently own my own construction company um, and uh, trying to matriculate through the world. Look that. All right. And Sister Angie. Well, I have been on quite a few times before, but I am a mother of five, three of them being triplets. So we've had quite a journey. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, work at a school and I do private investigations on the side. So I have a couple of things going on in my life. So fun stuff. That sounds like a story in itself about the private investigations. <laughs> it is. I can, man, man I, I, I'd like to hear some of them stories. You know uh, what I can do. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe for after the show. But I, yeah. I want to first start off. I, I've talked about this before on the, uh, when we had you on the program, but um, a lot of people know that uh, that listen to the show that we, a lot of us in our little community met on this platform called Blab. And um, that's how I met Sister Angie. And you know how you meet somebody um, and you feel like you've known them like forever? You know, and yeah. I swear, because like one thing I love about Angie is like 
Angie, like when I met her, she was, we, it was just like, we just knew each other, you know what I mean? And she's like the coolest person. She is, um, you know, very, you know, polite and kind. And also uh, it was just easy to get to know Angie. And we would be on there, like our group would be on there for hours. <laughs> chatting yeah. And, so yeah and just had a great time and one thing that i always like about when you meet someone who is married uh whether they are male or female is how they speak of their significant other and from the rip angie would talk about her husband cedric before i even heard him in the background ever or knew any, you know knew anything about him i felt like i knew the brother because she would talk about him you know, so positively, you know, and especially as us black people, it's just cool to see black couples that show each other love like that. Cause we hadn't met the brother yet, you know, but we knew the brother, like we knew, you know, like we knew you man. And even yeah. though we didn't know you, right. And then right. finally we would hear you in the background sometime and, and yeah. whatnot. And it's a, it's an honor to, to meet you guys. I, I mean, to meet, to meet you and, um, <laughs> I'm a fan of you guys' material, like Black Love United, and I love to watch you guys on your podcast and the way that you guys are just so respectful towards each other, and and you know you guys, you guys are like seem like best friends. We are. Yeah, we're good friends. Yeah, that's part of the keys to our success. <laughs> yeah. Like, because we we can talk about this is you know the the nasty c word COVID. Exposed a lot of relationships. Woo boy! Did they? They weren't built on good foundations, <laughs> right? So a lot of people realize I don't necessarily. I'm not. I don't really care about the mate I'm with. You yeah, know, boy. and the ones that really make it are. You know, I always say this: you need to be able to be boring with your significant other, meaning that you know life is not all. You're not always going to be in Turks exactly. and Caicos. Right. You're not going to be turning up and all of that. So you need to be able right. to spend a quiet night with each other, uh, play Scrabble with, with you and the kids and whatever it is that you guys do. Yeah. And um, so those are the relationships that had no problem in the, right. uh, in, you know, in the quarantine. So uh, I think a good way to start off was how, how was it, you know, um, dealing with this last year? I know you guys in Florida, right? So yeah. yeah. So how, how did you guys, uh, did, you know, you guys already were a close couple, but um, what was it like, you know, being in quarantine with each other? Well, actually, I think it was good for us. I mean, we were already in a, a pretty good place, but it forced us to, I guess, slow down and uh, reevaluate some things and also to spend more time together because, you know, you get in a routine of working and doing things. You you're together, but you're not really spending time together, as it were. So, with the quarantine, we had a lot of time to talk and to spend time together, to have fun. So it actually was good for us, I think. I mean, it brought us closer together. So, what do you think, babe? We we but we had some trials through quarantine. Oh, we did, yeah. My husband had um, pulmonary embolisms, several of them blood clots, yeah. and he almost died. Oh, and he spent time in the hospital, which, of course, nobody wanted to go to the hospital because of COVID. Right. But he ended, his first time in his life ever having to be admitted to a hospital right. was then. 
And it was a scary time. But then that brought me, brought us close together because you realize that it was right before Father's Day. So you realize that he could have not been here for Father's Day. So how many things do you do in your marriage that you fuss about or have issues with that if that was their last time with you, that that wouldn't be a big deal. Right. So not that important. Right. So now it says when you get ready to get into disagreement, is this, is this really that serious? Cause some, most of the time it's not. Right. Mm. Well, I'm glad that you seem to be on the men. So oh, yeah. Let's start with the origins of uh, Cedric and Angie. How did you guys meet? <laughs> We're gonna give you church version. <laughs> you want church version, and you want real. Uh, any version you're comfortable with. <laughs> you know us, Kente. We're comfortable with everything. We tell. Yeah. We tell our own stuff. So there's right. nothing for somebody else to tell because we tell it. Right. All right. Um, we met, I worked in the salon. I did nails for um, 17 years. So he came in the salon that I was working in. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not normally his salon. I was doing nails. Right. So they, they said, oh, my God, I was the salon where I the nail section I was had a was in a room in the middle. Barbers on one side, stylists on the other. I was in the middle. He came in. Our girls and was like, oh, my God, who is that? Blah, blah, blah. Who is that chocolate? <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever. Oh, he made me a Morris Chestnut. That's how Morris Chestnut was big. And so, you know. He, he was fresh out of um, overseas playing ball. So, you know, he was he was chills doing his thing. And so I went out and I asked one of the barbers who I knew, um, you know, who was that, whatever. Right. So I went in the back and then I came back. My The, the salon owner talked to me for a little while. So when I came back, he was gone. Right. Well, um, I was handed his phone number. said, Big said, I want you to call him. I was confused because, like, we didn't have any interaction, him and I, right. you know, so it was just weird. Like, okay, so, but then fast forward, what did he tell you, love, about me? <laughs> he told me that uh, church girls were easy. They ain't what he told you. <laughs> what he told you? <laughs> so he told me to get in there. He told him I was a hoe and they hadn't ran the train on me and you right. can get it easy and all this other stuff about me. I mean, mm. when I say he dirty dog me, like, and I went to private school with him. We was little, but he never. I would never talk to him. So I guess he was throwing shade that way. But well, but he went to all the school because he went to school with me for a while, <laughs> and then he left and went to another high school. So he went to all the schools in in Central Florida. Well, well, his plan didn't work. Right, and we saw him year probably about six years after we were married. And he was like, you guys should be thanking me and blah, blah, I said, blah. we're married in spite of you. And he was yeah. looking crazy because, see, they don't realize that. He didn't think I was going to tell. Cedric and I talk about everything. Well, he told me, right? Good, bad, and different. So yeah. if you tell him, I know. And if, I, if you tell me, he know. Yeah. Mm. Wow. That, that, now, that's some hating, for real. Yeah. <laughs> Another level. Exactly. Because you wow. didn't get me. That's great. But it was meant to be, though. So when you saw her, it was, was it a love at first sight? Well, that's the thing. I didn't really see her because what happened is I was supposed to be going out of town and my barber that I normally go to was out of town. So my buddy Kurt owned the shop that she was working in. So I said, well, let me go down here and see if I can get somebody to cut my hair. And at the time, the guy that we talked about was the only one there that was cutting. I'm going to let him cut my hair. (laughs) I was only there for a few minutes. Right. I was I was in and out. So I was kind of in a rush because I was supposed to be leaving to go out of town. You know, you can't go out of town looking but, any kind okay, of Okay, but when you did when you when you did see me, honey, 
and tell him the wonderful story that we no, don't have. Actually, I really didn't like her that much. We used to argue like back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird because we would talk, we would argue, and then we would get off the phone, we would talk for a little bit, and then we call each other again like the next day or a few days later and talk again. I'm like, why do I keep talking to this woman? Everything we talk is argument, or right. we not we don't see eye to eye. And so we did end up going on a date to the movies, I think. To movies. And it was okay, but I wasn't like blown away by it. But we just kept hanging out. And so we ended up becoming good friends and we had fun together and it kind of went from there. So we don't have a love story, Kente. All the stuff. <laughs> I laughed and went. I told Sunday, I said, Can we can you can we reinvent this? Can we start over? Like I be telling him to do something now. He's like, no, it's just that's just our story. That's what it is. And so I be wanting the I be wanting the uh love story, but we don't have it. But that makes it even better though, because right. you Does know, it? it's not the Hollywood BS, you know. And if you're waiting for that, it lets you know though, like you know, love can come in a lot of different ways. Correct. So, you know, so, I mean, actually, I like that story because it's actually I want, more love, I want a love story. Well, oh, yeah. you know what? You can write in your memoir uh, right. <laughs> that, but then put in the quotations at the end is like uh, Right, right. No, but I love it, though. I, I love it. Um, in a couple of weeks, just as a side note, in a couple of weeks uh, when we move to to uh, Wednesday, we're going to be doing a show on twins. And um, so we're going to have different sets of twins, uh, identicals and fraternal twins. But you have them beat because, and we've talked about this once before on the show, you mm -hmm. have triplets. Yes. Yep. Yes, and yes, yes. I, I, I've said this to your wife before, Cedric. The idea of having three humans inside of a person it's just mind-boggling you know that's ridiculous, right right, right. <laughs> right. that's just just the idea i mean one is you know is is crazy two is crazy but three ridiculous. i mean three kids moonwalked out of your womb kids <laughs> <Right. laughs> they and they're 10 hours apart they're what 10 so my daughter my son came that morning I think it was nine o'clock, and my girls came that evening. Ten hours later, one is like seven o two, and one is seven o four. So they are ten hours apart. Yeah. So he had to do it extra special for me. I was like, oh, why'd you have to make this be so special? Right. Jesus. Wow. I did. mean, I just think that's that's incredible. That uh, and you have how many kids do you guys have uh, in total? Five. Five. Five children. Wow. And uh, what are the ages ages range from? Twenty five. Three 21 year olds and, and 15. a 15 year old. Yeah. Wow. So, in three years, you guys will be empty nesters, possibly? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Is that something you guys are excited about? Or? What? He is extremely. I'm already bringing the party. <laughs> <laughs> it's a party. <laughs> He's more than me. <laughs> but as the youngsters say now, nah, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. <laughs> yeah, it's a vibe. What? Do better. So, um, so before we get into Black Love United and, and that, I just want to just really kind of go into um, um, how would you describe you guys' parenting skills? Old school, some new school. 
I'm old school for sure. I'm old school, but not as old as Cedric. I'm I'm like Georgia outhouse old school. <laughs> <laughs> the um that's how I was raised, so I'm I'm sorry. Hey, did you uh did, did you guys ever have to give the talk to any of them? Which talk is that? Birds and the bees, that kind of thing. Oh, we, oh, we didn't have birds and bees. We had sex. sex and sex yeah. is good. Sex feels good. But wait to get married. Because right. if not, then you're going to have a whole bunch of other problems. And right. it's going to cloud your judgment. Yeah, we didn't have birds and bees. We oh, had sex. Yeah. Among all the other talk that we had. <laughs> <laughs> we had all that talk. Yes, we had a lot. Yeah. Mm, okay. All right. That was one of the first times that they found out that we had sex. You remember that? Yeah. They didn't, they didn't think that we still had sex. I guess they thought we was too old. Yeah. And so they came home. They was like, "Oh, we had we was in sex class, and they talked about disease and this and that and da 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 and sex is nasty." And then one of them kids said, "Mama had sex, but she only had sex three times or something like that." And I was like, "Girl, I had sex three times yesterday. Talk Have a seat." <laughs> she got pregnant. Yeah. And I was like, uh, and they were like, Ugh. I was like, "No, marriage, sex is good. It feels good. You gonna like it, but you wait till God says wait till marriage." Right. And I said, I failed at that, but uh, it's the way you're supposed to go now. So. <laughs> right, right. I right. Yeah. And, uh, and also, we, um, you guys are a Christian couple. Yes. And um, so when you guys first got together, were you both uh, in the church? He was- I, I grew up in the church, but I wasn't really going like that at the time. So mm-hmm. we did go to church together frequently after we... Uh, kind of decided we were together. <laughs> we put the, as my, my wife said at the time, you're going to give me the title. She want to be my girlfriend. Oh my God. So Don't do that. Don't I gave not, her the not, title of not, girlfriend. Not, now you're doing most. Then we went to church together all the time at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, did, did you guys, uh, um, what dom- denomination did you guys both grow up in? Non, I did grow up non-denomination. I grew up in Southern Baptist. Oh, okay. So yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, Country like the church that we used to go to when I was little, no AC, wood church off the ground with ceiling fans that didn't work, and it'd be hotter in the church than outside. <laughs> it, look, I I grew up in the church, Baptist. I went to church like four times a week. You know, uh, was in the the choir. I didn't do usher board. Uh, you know, wow. services. All I mean, I was heavy into the church. Uh, my grandfather was a minister. Um, you know, uh, my father wasn't as big. He grew up in the church too, but he wasn't, uh, he wasn't, he didn't go to church. So <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't go grew to up church. He didn't go. Right. But, uh, you know, but my, my dad, uh, my dad was uh, something else. But, um, and, uh, oh, another side note, I meant to say this in the open. Big shout out to a mutual friend of ours, Ronald uh, Smith, whose birthday is today. So, birthday, yeah, DJ Ronnie Ron. Uh, happy birthday, great brother. Love his content. You met him through me, though, right? Yeah, that's how I met him. And uh, I was, I was, and, uh, I was like, Did you know him before me? Okay, okay, Andrew Crowley, uh, Pastor Crowley. Yeah, uh, I met them through uh, you and uh, love their content. Um, and they've been on fire with their yeah. with their content. The one last week, that people was getting it. It was so funny. I said, "Lord Jesus." Yeah, I mean, I I just love I love their content, and uh, you know, because I I tell people because sometimes people don't want to listen to Christian content, 
And I'm like, you know, maybe they don't go to church or whatever. And I'm like, look, you can enjoy their content and not be like heavy into the church, you know, right. and hopefully they'll learn, they'll, you know, they'll learn something from it too. I don't think so, Kate. Yeah, I, I think, think so. so. They're entertaining. I think well, they're entertaining. Let me tell you why I don't think so. Because mm -hmm. church people have a problem with them because they are talking the Bible as opposed to feel good. And, and the church era now is feel good. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, it's, right. It's I want to feel good. Right. I want to go to church and feel good. Like, okay, I saw a pastor today put a post. He said, you know, it's good that we can connect online and people come to online service that's going to make them feel good, give them inspiration. So it's going to be a lot of inspired people in hell is what he said, because there's no condemnation, there's no conviction. <laughs> Everybody just want to feel good, right. but there right. is something you have to do. So it's right. Like, when they talk about the fact that some things you can and can't do in the church and who's supposed to be doing what, people don't like that talk because you got a whole bunch of women pastors and, you know, Carly definitely tell you that there's no, there's no way that when the Bible says there's no women pastors. And so you got a lot of touchy subjects. So people that are not church definitely don't want to hear that. And the same people don't want to hear. I'm just telling you, because I, I know people that say, I, don't, I can't listen to that mess. Because I've been well, by know, I mean, I, I, I know people who They've listened to it and they're not necessarily holy rollers. And they, they're like, oh man, these these guys are entertaining. So yeah. well good. But I I, I enjoy I, most happy, my birthday, church, brother. Like happy birthday, most brother. Happy birthday, brother. All right. So um, all right, so let's get to Black Love United. Um talk about the genesis of it and um some and the goals of it. So um, I'm a PK, grew up in the church. And so what I what I saw was sister and brother such and such come to church looking happy, look well, dress well. And then all of a sudden they're not they're not married anymore. They're not married anymore. And I was trying to figure out what happened. I, I missed it. Like my parents have been married for 60 something years. And so I just couldn't understand how, okay, now he with somebody else or whatever. Right. And I began to see that there was this type of hypocrisy in the church where we would tell you the right things, but we weren't doing that. We weren't living that. And we weren't honest mm. about it. We had discussions about it. Right. And so I feel like I've always been the, the wild child, the, um, um, the, the too open person, you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. so I, I feel like we needed to have a conversation, a genuine conversation about it. And so it started with Cedric and I telling our story. Because the first five years of our marriage was a living hell. I had been married before. So all your normal stuff that people don't like to say about themselves, I tell it. And so we're not perfect people. In fact, that's not what God looks for. He doesn't look for perfect people. He looked for imperfect people that are willing to do what we ask you to do and go we ask you to go and listen to his call. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I... The I don't, I don't know how anyone could think that anyone could be perfect, but, you know, we're all human beings. You know, we all, you know, we, I think we put our pants on one leg at a time. Most of us do. Uh, so to even put that on somebody is, I think, problematic. But right. one thing I love about you, you guys is you, your thing is like, okay, just because you're a Christian centered couple doesn't mean you can't have a joy in your relationship, you know, right. and I love that you guys have fun. You guys have a ball. 
and and I know that you do things with other couples, uh, not like two weeks ago. <laughs> but, uh, no, not that you know. No, I mean, you guys have like fun, uh, you know, outings and stuff like that. And uh, you guys did the, uh, the deal with the balloon. Uh, tell tell us about that. <laughs> so we we used to have um, uh, every. I think it was like once a month or some sometime yeah. we would have an event where we would have somebody go to someone's house. They would host it. We have food. We had discussion games, and so we was looking up games and we couldn't find what we wanted. So we created this game, and it's funny because now people play the game and other people are like, oh, we play this game, and I'm like, yeah, y'all got that from us. <laughs> that that thing had four million views. It went viral. Yeah, wow. And so, um, you know, we just was trying to be creative because. People and I had people attack me um, in the church world to say you're supposed to be a minister. How dare you? And I'm like, what? Have fun with my husband? Right. Like we're not butt naked. I'm not having sex. On, I mean, on I'm not doing porn. Like I'm having sex and enjoying my husband. I want him to hump on me. That's what's wrong with right. the church. They humping on somebody else because you won't let him hump on you. Hump on me. <laughs> I'm just saying. So so uh, explain it with the balloon. Uh, uh, exercises well it's two couples and you have a specified distance the woman is on one end the man is on the other end with the balloon and the man's job you have a bag of balloons though right. like you have a certain number of balloons and a certain time limit and the object of the game is to burst the balloon with your uh, crotch region and her buttocks <laughs> region and to burst as many as you can in the allotted time period so uh, you don't mind, I'll show the uh, I'll show a, a little snippet of it, and I'll put yeah. it. In the oh my god, yeah. yeah, that's the best way to, to describe it. Can't tell you, there was another game that we played that if you saw it, we could. It was so bad we couldn't post it, but it was it wasn't. Uh oh, sorry. Uh -oh. oh, that one. Oh, sorry. You saw it now. <laughs> uh, trick balloon. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hilarious. I think they cheated us and gave us them Teflon balloons. Because we always win that game. Yeah, and that particular break. night, we could not. We could not break those balloons. Oh, my God. That, that is so funny, funny man. But I that might actually made it better though with the balloons though. Yeah, I think because you just had to grab my head and yoke it down. Listen, like, it wasn't breaking, so, so I figured if we, you know, do it more natural, that it would break in a more just slam my head right. The angles were off. The trajectory was not right, <laughs> so I had to help you with you know what I'm how you would normally hit. This yeah, head. so you know, I was just you know, he is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> so if you if you guys see some a couple that, um may need to uh you know speak to you guys maybe they're going through tough times or whatnot like what is, what is it that you guys do with black love united to help couples um we do one-on-one -on -one sessions with couples um but it's not a one-time session they have to do a series because hmm. when somebody comes to you with oh my husband this that that or oh, my wife that, it's usually not what they're pointing out right it's usually something else Something underlined, like he may feel disrespected. And instead of him just saying it, he acts out or does something or shuts down in another way. So in order to get through to that, and you know, we use laughter. 
and we tell our stories because doggone almost everything that they talk about, we've been through those stories. So right. we we can share and, and use that less to let them let their guard down when we share. Well, also we use uh, real world techniques on how to deal with things. Like a lot of times I know because we see uh, salt counseling from a myriad of different sources and they'd be like, oh, you know, respect your, your husband or love your wife like Christ loved the church. Okay, that's fine. But how does that look? But how does that look when I'm pissed off at her or she's mad at me or whatever the case may be? So we give real life scenarios of how to deal with things, how to, to get your emotions in check and how to do certain things. And also we tailor each uh, uh, session that we have for the couple that we have. There's not a one size fits all for everyone. Right. Every couple is different. Every couple has a different set of challenges and circumstances that they deal with. So you have to tailor make something that's specific to them to help them. No one's help is the same. Mm. I love it. I love it because, I mean, people go through issues that are, you know, different to them, but then they also go through stuff that's, I mean, unique to them, but also things that we all can relate to and, and right. we've gone through it. So that, that's so cool. So now, how long have you guys been married? I don't know if we said that. He said it, but I think you said it wrong. You said we've been going on 20 years. Is, is it 20 years? Yes. We've been together over 21 20, years. 20, yeah, almost 22. But he said it's going on 20. That's what he said. I don't know. I said going on 20 years. And it's funny because we don't, we're not our anniversary and, and times we're not uh, we're not that couple like you don't know our anniversary we're not that couple well we've had 10 weddings so don't do that we have not had 10 weddings <laughs> we got we got married then we got married then we got a two-year a five-year we did year, not do it okay so he's lying he's exaggerating we did have okay we had renewals so I'm confused. I don't even know what the wedding date is anymore. We don't have so many of them bad boys. <laughs> I, like every day is our anniversary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> I can't stand you. Oh, I can't stand you. So, all right, uh, give, give me straight, baby. Give me straight. <laughs> we said enough. <laughs> so, so um, I, now you guys have been together for over two decades. So that means you guys know each other very well, you would say, right? Pretty well, good. Yeah, pretty good. What we was something are. about each other, getting to know each other, that surprised you about one another? Well, I would say when, if you know my wife, you've met her, she's very outgoing. She's very uh, free-spirited. I was surprised about how broken she was. And Ooh, she was really that's a good one, babe. She was like a shell of a woman. Mm. So that was my surprise because, like I said, if you meet her, she's the life of the party. She's so fun. She's so outgoing. But underneath that, there was a lot of vulnerability and things that need to be like vulnerability. <laughs> a lot of holes that need to be filled. You're absolutely right. That's a good one. Yeah, you like that? Mm. I did. That's yeah. very uh, observant, honey. Yeah. Mm. That might be some kudos. And what about, what about uh, Cedric? What were some things that, yeah. Yeah, give me something good now. I'll give you a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so mine is a two part, okay? Mm -hmm. That he did have feelings. Mm. Except the big black guy, and 
he can have a blank stare in his face. And for years, I just assumed he didn't care about anything, but he did have feelings. I just was so talkative and loud and I would answer first that I wouldn't give him time to, I, I wouldn't even like offer a time for it. I was just like, oh, he's gonna do what I want. He just, he, he don't care either way. You know what I'm saying? And so that was one. Cause I, I, I honestly, for years, I didn't think he had feelings. Cause you know, he, did, I think he was just so frustrated at where, where we were and that mm-hmm. he didn't see, we were, we were bumping heads for so long mm-hmm. in the first five years that what I say didn't matter anyway, we gonna bump heads. So he just kind of just left it. So that left me to believe that he didn't have feelings. Mm-hmm. So the other side is Cedric is really a big teddy bear. Mm-hmm. His exterior, like Kente, I wanted to start a business and I've mentioned before, and just like, I, I, you know, like year, over the years I've talked about, I want to do this and want to do that. And about a month or two ago, when I decided, okay, I'm going to go ahead and start this business or whatever, my sister told me something. But then Cedric said, I have a whole Amazon shopping cart page mm. that's for you. He named the business and had everything that I have talked about and that I would potentially need listed under there. So he wow. pays attention what I want. Like if I said, man, I need a pair of red tennis shoes. I have a red Vapor Max just randomly. Like he listens to the stuff that I say and that I don't say stuff that I didn't even know that would make my life easier. And I mean, he could be like, I ain't getting nothing else. But then and next thing I know something is coming here. And I'm like, I didn't even know that. I was like, I'm going to eat this. And they're saying, no, I'm using it like it's going out of style. So just his attentiveness and how He's a big teddy bear. He looked mean, <laughs> <laughs> but he's not at all. At all. Uh, uh, that's so sweet. That's very sweet. Um, wow, that's so cool. So, what do you? What is it that you guys want to do with Black Love United? United uh, going forward. Well, yours is different than mine. Well, not really. The the ultimate goal is to help as many marriages as we can to become strong and prosperous because strong marriages make strong communities. Like we have Mm -hmm. all these kids that are broken that don't have an example of what a loving relationship looks like. So how can you expect them to have loving relationships if they have no examples? Correct. So that's the main goal. So whatever avenue that takes to get it out to the masses is what it's about. It's not about us. It's about, the Institute of Marriage itself and making it strong, especially in our community, because you don't see examples of strong black marriages. It's always the wife is running the husband or the husband is, is, you know, doing something he had no business or they sneaking around doing this. And like, it's always a mess. You know what I'm saying? On the stuff that you see, it's never any healthy relationships where, and they, they have and they have fun together. Like right. Cedric and I literally have fun. Like we would have a pillow fight. Like we really have fun. Like we might play butt naked twister. We have fun. <laughs> Pokey pokey, you know. But we have fun. And you don't see most time you see anybody say something about marriage, they think about balling, they ball and chain, uh, oh, I gotta go home to the wife or she fuzz. And then you try to wait till she sleep to go home, like who. No, when he home, like, how long will you get here? He like, man, can I go to the store? I was like, man, I got something to tell you. 
Or I'm sending him a YouTube clip or a, a TikTok clip or something. Like, it's, like that's who I send my stuff to all day long. Mm-hmm. So I, we enjoy each other. Right. Now, no, I'm not married. I've, I've never been married, but I hope, you know, hope to in the near future, uh, jump the broom. Uh, what's some advice you could give to a brother like me, Cedric, who, um, you know, uh, maybe embarking on that in in some in the future, or or a guy who is maybe engaged and it, you know he doesn't want, he wants to do you know he wants to do right by the relationship and and make it last. What's some advice you can give? Oh, uh, a couple things. First, I would say. Um, Communication is very important. You have to ask specific questions to get mm-hmm. specific answers because mm-hmm. if the more work you do before you get married, the less foolishness you have to go through after you get married because like my Angelou says, if someone trying to tell you who they are, believe them. Just right. because you get married, it's not going to change. And a lot of times people like, well, I see this red flag, but I'm not going to worry about it because after we get married, it's going to change. Or after we get married, I'm going to do this and they're going to change that. That's not how it works. Right. You need to do the work ahead of time before you get married. Ask the questions about finances. How are you going to raise the kids? Where are you going to stay? What's your religion? What's your long term goals? What's your retirement plan? Are you someone that wants to be an entrepreneur? They want to work nine to five. Like all those things are important because Mm -hmm. you can't be diametrically opposed and have a close relationship. It just doesn't work like that. So getting those conversations in about important things is important before you get married, not just trying to put your best foot forward and asking all the fluff stuff like how's the weather, how your mom and dad doing, all that kind of stuff. You need to ask the real the real question, especially the older you get, the less time you have to waste with foolishness. So and you are your ways right but i'm saying you ask those questions right away so you go okay you know that that's not even a a, a possible candidate for marriage because they don't hold another page of me right right now can you still go out there and have fun yes but you know don't even waste your energy to try to get serious with that person because they're in a whole different head space or whatever the case may be so right yeah that that would be my my advice what was it like uh for both of you guys meeting the other's family for the first time. <laughs> oh, did I uh, step on a landline? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was not good. It was um, rough, and it's funny. neither one of our families liked either other one for a while. <laughs> well, like, like, yeah, our families yeah. didn't like. It's so funny because like it's funny because we were always used to when we meet somebody's family, they liked us, right? And right. so, so for us to to. Be that opposite. I was like, it, it had That's to be so something weird, that God right? had strategically planned because. Well, but it, what it did was it kept the family out of the way while we were in relationship. It did. Now that is mm. true, yeah. because yeah. because they didn't care for each other, and my husband, I gotta give him props for this too. Most people, like if your mom don't like you, your wife, you know, whenever things go crazy, go tell her, and and it, and it drives some a bigger difference. He did not share and he would not allow any negativity come in. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, that's not what happened. Or yes, this happened. You know, like he was willing to just say, this is what it is. And and most people don't do that. They 
you know, oh, mama, she treat me so bad. Oh, you know, whatever. Right. Mm. Yeah. If, and that's the thing, too. If the other per if if my family is out of pocket with my spouse, then it's my job to deal with them, to put them back in their place. It's Amen. not her job because it's my family. Because right. if she get an altercation with them, they'll never forgive her. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? If I get an altercation with them, I'm the family. They'll forgive me. You know what I mean? So it's my job to say, hey, you, you're wrong. You know, we're not going to have that. This is my wife. This is what it's going to be. If you don't like that, then hey. You have no idea how big of an issue that is with couples. Right. Where the, 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 the disrespect, the wife or whatever, and nothing All is in the said. Yeah. Walk in the house, got a key. You were like, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> have y'all done a show on that, in this topic? We actually have well, well, which one? Yeah, what, what, we, did. we did talk about on in-laws and boundaries. Yeah, mm -hmm. but years ago, we probably did revisit. See, we that. see we do, um, like I said, we do couples. We do premarital counseling. Like in in our, um, we're certified mm -hmm. in Orange and Seminole, so we do premarital counseling. And our premarital counseling is not like the average premarital mm -hmm. counseling. We talk about like they used to talk about, you know, like finances. I think it's four topics that you have to talk about with the state. But they just kind of go through like a little regimen. We are digging like, okay, so when y'all get married, y'all have y'all gonna have each other passwords. Right. Social mm. media. How does that look? You know, like like we talk right. about okay, can you be friends your ex? Like, are you cool? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that, how often are you requiring sex? That's another thing. Oh my if, god. If one wanted once a month and one wanted once a day, like how do you bridge are that gap? Look, like, like we started out. You know, you know, um, going back to the, um, the the issues with the in-laws and the friends and stuff, um, there's a thing that I've talked about on the show. It's called poison in the well. It's what I call poisoning the well, where let's say you and your significant other have no, your normal issues, right? Mm -hmm. And then you go talking to a sister or a homie or a mother even, and you right. give your one-sided point of view of how oh, it went yeah. down. And then, you know, you keep doing that, and then you're wondering why your mama don't like my, or you know, or why you know, right. you have to be real careful when you go to your friends and stuff, and then you share what's going on in your relationship, and it's your one-sided view, so it may not necessarily be a hundred percent the truth, or right. it's out of context or whatever. So you have to be real careful when you share issues right. in your relationship because you can do them a disservice. Because right. then now every time you go to the barbecue, they looking at your mate side eye because right. of some crap you said that you didn't right. poison. So that's that's something I you know um, actually I might well I like that. Yeah, we we address that frequently because you know human nature is they want to tell somebody what happened. Right, they can't just keep it to themselves. So what we recommend is that you talk to another married couple that's trying to have a. a a healthy relationship or one that you know has a healthy relationship and limit it to just that couple. You don't want to tell a bunch of different people what you got going on. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And preferably that somebody not in your family. Preferably pray first. Right. I mean, that too. A lot of times when I was mad at Cedric and I would pray and I, I wanted to tell him all this is the time God was checking me in my mouth and how I talked to him or was disrespectful. Mm -hmm. I would be mad and crying, and then God would tell me, just shut your mouth, just shut up. You were like, wait, what? Shut up. <laughs> so, and because I was gonna go tell him how he was wrong, and what did I had all lined up what I was gonna say, and he would tell me, shut up. 
I mean, it was like almost like audible. And he was like, don't let him see you crying. Like I had to fix my face. And then Cedric would come on and say, hey, babe, you know, I'm sorry for this, or let's do this. So the, the issue was resolved, because it's like God speaks to me, he can speak to Cedric. But when you go to, if I would have said what I was thinking, and how it would have went way, way, way left, way left. You, you know, I, I find it so fascinating that, you know, you guys said the first five years were, were really difficult and that you no, guys no, weathered the storm and you guys are doing it. great. What was it about each other that made you feel like to hang in there? Because, you know, a lot of times we don't, if we see, you know, I've, I've ejected a lot out of situations, you know, maybe prematurely, you know? So what was it about each other that made you go, you know what, I want to work it out and, and I want this to work? Well, I know for me, uh, you were on our, our show. We were talking about generational curses. And my, on my dad's side, they it's a lot of uh, outside kids and lots of women and things like that. So right. early on in my life, I made up in my mind that, one, I won't have a bunch of kids running around. And two, that I wanted to be married, and I want to be married one time. Mm. So my mind was made up when I was a little boy before I even got married. So when I came into the marriage, I was like, well, I decided to marry her, so I gotta make it work, because this is my one. And so that's my mindset. Like, even though it's not going as I would like it, I figure I have to, stay, I have to hang in there because I only wanna be married once. And playing sports helped me with that because there are always times in sports where it's not going your way. So if it's not going your way, you're just gonna quit and stop playing? No. Mm. You're gonna trying or keep working and getting better right and readjust your game plan until you win so if i can't go that way okay i'm gonna go this way so that was my mindset i don't know what what yours was oh lord i've been married before and my parents had been married for six or something like they're married now six some years i'm like i i it I'm, i'm moving relationship to relationship and there's obviously something that i need to fix I mean, not that, because I, I was in an abusive relationship before, so of course that wasn't, you know, him for that. But right. um, I obviously need to work on me. And I just felt like I'm going from problem to problem, and maybe I need to address my problems. So it's kind of like a work on you. You know what I'm saying? And if you work on you, then you let God take care of the rest. And he really did. It wasn't no super, it wasn't no super spiritual moment. It was like, it was like, you got to fix you. You jacked up. Mm. Wow. I mean, I look, you guys, you know, you guys are such an inspiration because, you know, we put a lot of emphasis on situations that don't work. And I love that you guys, you know, the way that you guys look at each other, you guys look at each other with such love. You know, do it. Yeah, yeah. Like when you're talking, my sometimes sister, my sister said when you're, that. My I sister said you don't have that look. My sister, sister I, and she say they do it, but she don't do it. And listen, and it's so funny because my sister said we don't look at each other. Well, she she said Sutter doesn't look at me with like the googly eyes and love. Ever. So that's funny that you say that because she eyes now. Oh my god, well, that, well, listen, uh, I hope she's on here. Right. You know, it's beautiful. I I love it because you know you can one thing you don't doubt is that you guys love each other, which is amazing, you know. 
Uh, wait, somebody says stop talking about me. Oh yeah, she. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's that's who said it. He said, "Tanya." He said, "He see the googly eyes." She that's said, right. "She don't see it." Right. See, I, uh, I, I see. I see it. See? And, um, <laughs> and I love it though. Uh, I love it. it. It's it's really inspirational. And um, you know, I'm sure you know. There's times I'm sure you guys get on each other's nerves. That's just yeah. part of it. But uh, at the end, at the core of it is a is a real deep love for each other, and I love that. And uh, and it's also your children see that as well. Yeah, you know that. So um, so do you guys do the good cop bad cop with the kids? I think when they were smaller, we did some of that, but really as they go older, I'm the good cop. The funny part is mm -hmm. she became more like me. She was harder <laughs> the older they got. Like she got more rigid and more like, you know what? I'm sick of them. <laughs> I'm finna, you know what I mean? So okay, no, I laugh because I didn't say nothing. I just quiet and before I know it, she was out there sounding like me. And I would laugh. Listen. Okay, no, but let me tell you what my kids would do. Uh -huh. So it, if they wanted to ask something that they didn't think Cedric wanted, would let them do, or they wanted to go somewhere do something, they'd be like, "Mama, go in there and um, use your body for us, for use it for good." <laughs> take one for the team. They were like, "Mama, take one for the team." It was so funny because they were like, "Mom, this time we need." Look, they were coming like, "Mom, okay, listen, this time we need you to go in there, yeah. take one for the team now, Mama. Come on now." And it was so funny because. It, it never fails. He come out and just like, what y'all do? Go ahead. Go ahead, y'all. Go. Ahead. <laughs> go, ahead, go. <laughs> that hilarious. And so one day I was like, y'all not going to keep using me. Use my, I was mad then one day. Use my body. <laughs> and then when my kids oh, like, wow. you like it, so hush. I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Watch it now. That, that is so funny. <laughs> oh, there, there's another video that I just happened to catch. And it was, I, I'm not quite sure. I think it was one of the triplets was doing an impersonation of you, Angie. Oh, God. Yes. And I think it was on, was it on Thanksgiving or what? It was some holiday. Yeah, I think it was, was, was it? No, that was that was a live at the house, I think. Live, like, right. It was a long time ago. It was like, you weren't there, but they were they were mocking how I sound. In church. Did they do Cedric? Did I see that? No, it was yeah. you. You were the, you no, were the, uh, the big me. <laughs> when Mama Mad, she did that. Like I was like, you know, yeah, I don't I'm think like, I saw that one. You didn't because you don't go back and watch my live. I was cracking up. It was hilarious. Kendra thought it was so funny. That was that was funny. That was funny. If she had a, a little tin cup, I'd have threw a couple of dollars. <laughs> it, was that, it was that funny. Yeah, that was pretty funny. So um, I believe it was one of the trips. I think it was the artist, right? The one who's the artist. Shanice. No, I think it was both. It was Shanice and Chanel. They both were doing stuff. Was he both doing? Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful though. That's fine, um, so okay, so uh now you guys have an event coming up. I've been seeing the ad ads for it, a uh, marriage uh conference. Yes, a vertical, a vertical marriage conference. So after these shows, our inboxes are blowing up. We get mm -hmm. we get our stuff mainly from referrals, somebody that we work with, and I think they think we miracle workers, we're not. We can tell you practical things, we're here for you. You can call us. We get calls at two o'clock in the morning sometime. You'd be like, Lord. Still up to you to do the work, though. Yes. Yeah. And so we are super excited about um, being able to have a, a virtual marriage conference because everybody's not comfortable. I'm not comfortable. I don't go anywhere. But at least to help have some conversations and, yeah. and kind of 
help people deal because some people are still stuck in this house and they're not there because they want to be. They're there because they can't afford to move. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, right. like, so let's see if we can work on it where it's actually a good thing. Yeah. We also have um, some conversations sometimes on Sundays along those lines where people can actually interact with us. It's a Zoom. Right. And ask questions and things of that nature. So. All right. The is very good because people get to talk. You know, like right. it's not them typing it and me trying to read it and I'm trying to type it real quick. They actually have conversation back and forth. So it's really good when we have those. Right. All right. All right. So uh I mean, uh if they want to check out your your uh program, it's every Monday. What uh give us the times. It's at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's 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 just conversation topics that will come up. We have a lot of single people that are on our show weekly. Yeah. Like we have single people that tune in Every weekly, week. yeah. like religiously. Or people that are not yet married. Yeah. Or you're dating. Right, all of that. I mean, we have a, a broad, it's so funny because we have ways. We have two months where we have these same group of people. And then the next two months is a whole nother group of people. Yeah. Like one of the girls that came on today, she found us on YouTube. Like, cause you know, because of StreamYard, it's you know, and so, hey, I, I just yeah, all over the country. I too. believe that whoever God wants to see us, we'll see. Yep. All right, all right. So we're at the point of the show that I like to call rapid fire, and the way the rapid fire works is I'm gonna shoot you guys with uh, some questions, and uh, we'll see what happens with it. All right, let's go. I need like a, a graphic for rapid fire. All right. So a couple of years ago, there was a hologram concert for the uh, rapper Tupac uh, at Coachella. What dead artist or band would you like to see a hologram concert of? Uh, Ooh, hologram. Jackson. You are Michael Jackson all day. Yeah, but I like uh, Isaac Brothers, too. And they ain't dead. Most of all of them are dead. There's only two left. <laughs> <laughs> Just bring wrong, back the, ones that are the only two left. <laughs> so it, I don't know. It's hard to pick between but Mike I mean, but and but Michael, Michael. Michael, because yeah, he—that's yeah. my guy. Michael, what about you, Andy? Um, I don't have one. No, there's nobody you want to bring back to see one more time. No, my people still alive. Who's you your people? Old gospel people. You like them old gospel? They have, people, the whiners. They, they're alive. Uh, all the wine is dead except two of them, ain't it? Marvin and Carvin, I think, only two left of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have anybody, Kente. Sorry. All right. What's you, you guys' uh, guilty pleasure junk food? <laughs> all of them. <laughs> I like uh, ice cream, cookie, donut, pie, cake, Debbie. <laughs> David, David, David. David, all of them. Mine is chocolate, Kente. Chocolate. Um, I don't like chocolate. Though. I don't I, chocolate. I, chocolate, everything chocolate. chocolate. Chocolate, donuts, chocolate, ice cream, chocolate. I chocolate bar. Chocolate. What is the the your favorite dish that each other makes? That's tough. It's the white sauce. And uh, the shrimp. White, white sauce is not a dish. A uh, dish for me. I put it on anything. <laughs> not good for me. What about the seafood pizza? That's what I'm, well, no. It's either the white sauce or the the, the shrimp boil sauce. 
You can do the shrimps and stuff. Maybe that's not a dish. It's so it's either the shrimp boil or the the, the pasta with the white well, sauce. Whatever, either one. So answer the question. Shrimp what boil. Is shrimp boil. Shrimp okay. Boil. Shrimp boil sauce Jesus. with the potatoes and all that. Stuff. Help him, Jesus. What What does your husband make that uh, you like? Breakfast, scrambled eggs. And so cheese okay, and so that. yeah, it has to be breakfast. My husband don't cook much, yeah. but he does make this. I make better, called, better breakfast. Huh? You don't make better breakfast. You just lie. But he put everything in it: eggs, onions, tomatoes, people. It'd be everything in it. You'd be a whole. It's village. a frittata. Well, I don't know about no frittata, but it'd be a whole. Now, do, you, do you guys eat grits? I yes. do. I love grits. Mm -hmm. Okay, I can't believe this is even a thing. But uh, sugar salt salt pepper? None of that. yeah, salt. sugar or or salt, salt and pepper, salt and pepper, and cheese. I honestly, I the idea of putting sugar in grits is just listen. And I thought you would, I thought you would be different because my brother in law's from California, and the people mm -hmm. that the people that's up, uh, Long North, Beach. they they usually say sugar, sugar. that's really, I, I don't know, nobody in from it. From where I'm from, that put sugar in their grits. We actually Arkansas. Oh yeah, well, from Pine Bluff. I don't know. What are they doing in Pine Bluff? I don't know. All right, so this one, you guys are gonna have to really think about this next one. You're walking down the street, and you find money on the ground, and it's six hundred and sixty-six dollars. Do you pick up all of the money? Or do you leave a dollar behind so it won't be evil? That's six six six. I leave a dollar behind. I probably leave five or ten. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna leave something. Yeah, we'll leave somebody some of that down there for somebody else. I don't want I don't want no six six six. I think the devil has put that the up. The Lord wants you to be a blessing. So I'll leave something down there for somebody else. <laughs> you know what you know it's funny. One time I was at uh, the grocery store and I had uh it came out to six dollars and sixty six cents. And the woman behind me was like, you got to add something to it. You can't have that. I just, she literally was going to give me the money so that I could, you know. Uh, it. It. Hey, look, look, I don't know what it is. But that's, that thing, that's, no, that's black people. Yeah. Black people be like, oh, my God, 666, you don't play Listen, with the devil. Although I don't know, now this generation, now they do some old they other stuff. No, no foolishness. Mm-mm. All right, so now you guys are based out of Orlando, right? Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is the, how we always end it. Now, I know you guys have been married a long time. You got to help a brother out. A young man wants to take a young lady out on a date in Orlando, and he needs you guys to help him plan the perfect date. This is a first date. So what's a, a great first date to take a young lady out on in Orlando? Hmm, that has changed. Because originally I would say Lake Yola, but don't go there now. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and and let's just say in a world that COVID is not around. So don't, right. you don't have to worry. No, no, no. I ain't talking about COVID, but don't go it's to, nine o'clock. I, I would still say Lake Yola. Um, really? I, would, I would say take her to dinner. I probably would say something. Um, one of those places that's down along the side on downtown by the office, by a law firm, mm -hmm. because they're more. Um, reserved, like quiet, so you can have a conversation. Yeah. Loud, loud places tend to, you know, make it not be where you can have a, a good conversation. The date don't last as long because it's like it's, it's yeah. her out of here. Yeah. And then like a walk, 
Um, I don't recommend a movie on the first day mm, because yes, have conversation. And so the walk gives you time to, you want to see what kind of person you got. And if they like complaining the whole time. Well, mm. I like to go out to eat too because what a person orders and how they eat tells you a lot about the person. Mm. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, I failed. I did not eat. Yeah. People <laughs> eat, eat sloppily and slovenly. So that yeah, that 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 gives you a lot of insight. Dropping mm. food all over the floor everywhere, you already know. They place a mess. Parting at the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, thank you so much uh for coming on the program. Brother, I you know, this is the first time we really had a chance to talk. And like I said, I feel like I know you. Your wife speaks so well of you all the time. And uh, I'm just, I and I see you, you know, on, I see your program all the time. So I, I see you that way. And, um, you know, our community here loves your wife. She's just a remarkable lady. And she's uh, she's helped me out in so many ways. Yeah, she's helped me out. <laughs> she's helped me out in so many ways. At times where I've needed guests, she's come on and she's always really good. I always give her enough time so she can get those eyebrows right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> gotta get that face only, only for you. But I didn't have anything on in the face on because I've been home all day. So I had to put eyebrows on and clothes go. on for you, can't they? Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate it. And like I said, you guys have a wonderful family. And keep doing what you're doing. And if there's anything that I can do to help you guys, I'm here for you. I really love what you're doing, and it's definitely needed. And when I'm ready to jump that broom, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for some pre uh, marital advice from you guys. So uh, for sure. Yeah, you gonna look. Uh, uh, yeah. When you ready to jump that broom, yeah, y'all, y'all, we gonna do us a Zoom. But I need to talk to her. I need to see who you got, Kente. No, that's right. Because I learned a little bit about you. I, you wouldn't think Kente is Kente is. Um, you know his his core values is church. Like he he talk crazy with his guests and stuff, but he is he want a woman as as church. Like he wants you to be sexy, but he want church and he got some course. And I was like, okay, That's good. I learned so much just listening to you. Can't say that that by your shows, I would have never thought that because you ask questions just to see what people are going to say in their response, and right. so people can get the wrong impression about who you are. But just mm -hmm. over time listening. It's so funny. He'll come in the room and I'll be laying in the bed or doing something else. And he's like, you got that on? I'm like, I'm listening. Like, y'all have a show. I was like, I'm listening. Like, I'm not, I'm doing other stuff, but I'm listening. She be asleep. No, I don't. It's a whole lady problem. <laughs> See, you know how you but say the TV watch your dad, the TV, the, the computer be watching. Listen, can't say, but now you can talk to him directly because he's had a show with just men. Okay. Things of that nature. And he's like, I got, I think your husband come on. I said, yeah, but he'll never get back with me, I guess. Oh, yeah. But Get him, Kente. I love to because I, I man, you guys like. He I said, you home, he gotta do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He you can jump on. You want a man? Here you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah hilarious. Uh, next week's topic is gonna be called uh, making up. So it's about, uh, you know, uh, when you have situations in relationships and you know how you can navigate, you know, uh, making up with them, and also. Uh, and, the following week on the 24th, we're moving to our new day in time, which will be Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific, uh, 9 Eastern. And that episode is called Single Too Long. So oh. that that one is about how people can be single for so long. They don't even know how to be in a relationship when they get in, you know, 
Ooh, so yeah, that's gonna be a that's a, that's yeah, a good that's topic. A good well, no, the making up too. That's my favorite. <laughs> Sometimes you just poke a little, you know what I'm saying? Make a little disturbance so you can make a you know earlier. I was just playing. I love you so much. <laughs> like once again, thank you guys so much. How can we get in touch with you? What's your uh, social media and all that good stuff? You can find us on all social media platforms at Black Love United. You can find us um, at Sid and Angie. Um, for people that are not comfortable with Black Love United, we, we're just an advocate for marriage in general, but we help our community to see that there are healthy marriages out there. But, right. but Sid and Angie, Black Love United, we're on Instagram, on Snapchat. Now, we don't Snapchat much on there, but I Snapchat my personal What's thing. What's the one I, I did the other day? Instagram? That he did Instagram. He, do, he doesn't work social media at all. Instagram. So he's like, I posted something, baby. I was on like, Instagram. he posted on the store. Can't yeah. I was like, good, babe. You see me? I'm getting it down pat. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And uh, do you do you still play ball at, at all? Oh no. Yeah, last yeah. time you played ball, I told my Achilles. He, last time you tried to play ball with our son, even though he's the youngest one, uh-huh. my son is tall. So right. he went do something to sell his ball. He went and told Achilles trying to get to him. Mm-mm, sit down somewhere, son. Sit that, was, that was it for me. That was, I'm done. Sit, sit down. That, that's how I got them um blood clots. Pulmonary embolism mess up because I tore my Achilles and I was laid up for uh, five weeks. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I said no. Hey, golf. You can, you can switch to golf. <laughs> I, I'm, making, that, I'm making a transition to go. You hear watch basketball on TV. <laughs> I got them working out though, Kente. They be fussing at me. I said, "All right, yeah. we got 30 minutes." Everybody, look. Yeah, and then I, gotta, I pick a I pick a workout, and we do a workout. Yeah, I got to get back in shape. But yeah, I, that be too much. I might go out and do some shooting, but ain't no basketball running up and down. That's over with. Mm-mm. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm wrapping up. Before that, I, I pulled my hamstring. So yes. Uh-uh. He went to play basketball with my 70-something-year-old dad and came. my daddy came, brought him back, and I had to take him to the emergency room. I was like, dude. I'm too, I'm too competitive. I don't know how to chill. You don't know how to chill. <laughs> I play basketball, so that's why I can't. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough when you, you know, like I used to play every day. So, yeah, and it's hard to go half speed, even when you right, have to play. Right. Well, because, you know, you know, that's how we was taught. When you go half speed, that's how you get hurt. That's how you get hurt. Yeah. I, not yeah, I am. So, yeah. Well, you old that too it's okay so, i love it. i love your old self listen i don't i don't live my hoop dream i'm straight <laughs> and i love it i love it you can give me a kente f on twitter kente ferguson on instagram and of course the website is indyradio.org that's indy radio.org have a great rest of your week and god bless you thank you kente appreciate